There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Ryan Kelly for all your mortgage and refinancing needs online at the HomeLoanExpert.com. If you're buying a home, if you're refinancing, it's really simple. It's Ryan Kelly. That's it. If you like the podcast, support the sponsors. Ryan's been the studio sponsor since we started on October 1st, 2017. And here we are recording on November 1st, 2018 with another edition of Pick 6. And there's starting to be a little buzz in the gallery about <laughs> Pick 6 because producer Joe and I have been performing at a high level, and meanwhile, G-Unit is here as well. <laughs> G-Unit! G-Unit, are you starting to feel a little tight about your performance as you currently sit at 23 and 29 with a 44.2% win percentage against the spread and uh, two and six on your locks. And you went two and four last week. I think tight's a good word to describe it. You know, you just got this mind block that you can't get over picking losers. It sounds like I'm a fucking loser. Oh, wow. Good for you. Get passionate. I like the passion. I need like a, uh, a, a betting psychiatrist, you know? What, I had a few people who do. There are people now it's starting to gain some popularity because I'm on a heater 10 and 2 over the last two weeks, 30 and 22 on the year. So 57.7% against the spread. Uh, locks are still only 4 and 4, and I don't like that. But either way, and Joe is 27 and 27. At fifty percent, three and six on his locks. I went five and one last week. Joe went four and two. G unit two and four. But I had a few people reach out to me. I mean, they listen to this thing the minute Gangster Pete puts it up, and uh, a few immediately were unhappy. I think more unhappy with you, G unit, but also unhappy with Joe and his soccer picks. But if you've been listening to Joe and I do this, or when we wrote it on InsideSTL.com. Joe picks soccer games. I mean, that's what he does. And usually, I have to tell you, he hits. And I put, I threw 50 bucks on whatever that thing was last week. So I woke up, and I'm like, oh, another 50 bucks in my account. Great. But you picked, like, the shittiest NFL game with two of the shittiest, most boring teams with a, like, one-point spread. <laughs> and people were really unhappy with that play. Why did you go 49ers minus one over the Cardinals? And look, at that's just one of the, you know, you don't want to hear it. A sob story. A sob Time for a bad beat story. Yeah, I Welcome mean, it wasn't, World really a, it wasn't really a bad beat. I mean, but it clearly the 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 call was right. They were winning fifteen to three. Right. So you were actually watching this game. I do, I don't know if this is. Yeah, I think I was watching. Was I watching this game? Yeah, I saw that. Only you can answer that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, but but they were they were winning the game. They dominated the game, and then they just coughed it up in the fourth quarter. It's very sad way to lose a game. But I mean, th when you're winning and dominate the entire game until the end of the the fourth quarter, I mean, you had the game right. You just choked. Uh, Producer Joe, hey, any thoughts on I G Unit's issues? Because he is he's getting to a point now where he really he doesn't. Even though we still have. Uh, I guess we'll go through the Super Bowl, um, and then in the Super Bowl, for the record, we'll pick the to the side and the total, uh, and that'll be it. Uh, so that's 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 the end date for our uh, five hundred dollar a piece wager on the season. Uh, but 
you know, you're halfway through the NFL season here. You're more than halfway through the college season. G units in a spot where he can't afford another two and four a week and me going five and one. Yeah, I have a feeling on why people are upset with the games that he's picking, and I think uh, it, it, goes, it goes back to the Sunday night, Monday night theory shit, though, is that people want to bet on games that they're watching, regardless if they, if they, if they, they really have a, a line on it or not. So, hey, most people were not watching the 49ers and Cardinals play, so they're pissed off that G-Unit's picking that game. Whereas... If you, and I know we picked the Bills and the Patriots, and he lost that one too. But <laughs> which was like, another? I mean, that pick, here we go. That pick over, six, another I mean, bad beat story. Fuck, and that pick six. That what about was the fact looking... that you had Iowa and you got a half point cover on that because they had two safeties? Well, no, we we never talk about the lucky <laughs> wins. We only talk about the unlucky losses. You are a poker player, even if you're not. You have the mindset. <laughs> and the Kentucky win too. That's the that's the funny. Oh yeah. Well, the the Wildcats were covering before Missouri's that's true. Uh, that's true. unique. Pass defense uh, down the stretch on that one. Uh, yeah, I had I I can't take credit for the Kentucky one. I took Missouri on TMA and I took Kentucky in here. I just didn't want to pick the damn game. Uh, I I will dispute your saying that this is getting a little out of control for me because I if we are gonna do the pick six through the NFL playoffs, I mean I am gonna make up some major ground in the NFL playoffs if we're picking, I mean six games each week. Yeah, but it gets it gets toned down. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. We do, we probably need to have a conversation about that because we have to pick the side. Because well, I mean, yeah, but then now now we're getting into a spot where we're forcing picks. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we need to have an agreement on that because there is money at stake. Otherwise, I just go fuck it. We'll do whatever. But when you're talking about Stop money, so because funny. the thing the thing that I think is making the pod this this podcast more popular than what we did last year, producer Joe. And it's certainly not G-Unit's presence. And that's, of course, no disrespect <laughs> uh, because there is the fade G-Unit hashtag making its way around Twitter. But uh, is but you have to listen to hear what G-Unit's saying to yeah, fade it. To fade it, exactly right. So you do have that. I'll, I'll grant you that. Is the fact that we're picking games that we actually like, uh, with the exception of having to pick Missouri, which I think we all kind of don't enjoy having to pick that. I would imagine we probably feel somewhat strongly about it this week, but maybe not. Uh, so then you get into the NFL playoffs, and it's like, oh, shit, there's the traditional Bengals-Texans game, so you have to pick that. You know, like, I don't really have a feeling on it. And then now you're just picking games again, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. We do need to figure that out. But anyway, for the purpose of where we are right now, to uh, to restate, producer Joe is at 500, and I'll never bust balls on 500 against the spread. Uh, that's healthy. Three and six lock of the week, 33%. That's not healthy. I'm 30 and 22, 57.7%, four and four on locks. G unit is 23 and 29, 44.2% against the spread, two and six on locks, which is really difficult to do, but there you are, uh, <laughs> two and six on your locks. Uh, so producer Joe is with us on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines. Joe, will you ever come into studio or you're always just kind of driving around? Iggy says you're parking cars, but I don't think that's what you're doing. Well, that would still mean that I was actually doing work, which would be significantly different than what he does on a daily basis. Wow, but, wow, yeah. wow. But, no, I will never, ever, ever uh, come in studio. I, uh, I am checking on a few things right now, and uh, it's I, so vague. I, I do have to work. <laughs> I, I, returning videotapes. <laughs> Gangster Pete in says general. you're returning videotapes. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know what the hell that means. I get that would work like in '94, but I don't know what that means now. Well, <laughs> All right, you know, I don't watch Seinfeld. I didn't watch Seinfeld. It's the strangest fucking thing that I didn't watch Seinfeld. I don't know. Love Kirby enthusiasm. Uh, 
last night, uh, Scream, remember that movie with Nev Campbell and Rose McGowan? Sure, baby. I know what you're talking uh, about. The great, uh, who else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it was on, I guess, a lot of the movie channels were showing Halloween-type movies or scary movies. And uh, Jamie Kennedy's job in that movie was working at a video store. And that exact thing crossed my mind. I'm like, man, that guy would not have a job today because there are no video stores. Um, but, no, I am not... Uh, I'm not driving to the video store. But you will not tell us what you're doing either. No, I will not. <laughs> All right. Well, leave that to the audience. They can tweet at me with their thoughts. Uh, the end of the year is fast approaching, uh, and this is the time to get your year-end finances set up. I had no idea. With I had uh, lunch with Mark, uh, Mark Hanna last week, and he was saying this is the absolute busiest time of the year. And I said, really? That surprises me. But then I got to think about it, and it makes sense. For a lot of us, uh, people have young kids. I certainly do. And planning for education costs is on our minds. Mark Hanna reminded me that in both Missouri and Illinois, you may be eligible for a state tax deduction for putting money into a 529 plan. Uh, but for 2018, you have to put the money in by the end of the year. Don't wait. Things are always so busy for all of us. And for most of us, we put off doing things to the last minute. Call Mark Hanna at 314-889-0503. And he can help you figure out if a college savings plan is the right thing for your needs. You have a, you have a, you have a, uh, you have children. G unit. You're, you're the only. Me and you are the the two on the on the dais here, and Joe's dais, mobile dais, that have children here. Yeah, that's right. You go five twenty nining. Uh huh. You go five twenty nining. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware of this thing until uh, my son came along, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's a pretty good uh, investment vehicle for the yeah. little guys. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about here with Mark. Uh, he's online at evergreenstl.com. Mark helps everyday people meet their financial goals by helping them to create a clear picture of their finances. Uh, it's Mark Hanna, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna offers securities through AXA Advisors, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, annuity and insurance products offered through AXA Network, LLC. AXA Advisors, its affiliates and associates do not provide tax or legal advice or services. Evergreen Wealth Strategies is not owned or operated by AXA Advisors, AXA Network. Thank you. All right, so there it all is. Uh, this week... And Gangster Pete, you're going to have to monitor the uh, the lines here because I have not looked in the last hour or so, and it seems like they do move. On it. You're on it. Okay. So we're starting, of course, and I am the leadoff man for like the fourth or fifth straight week. Really is impressive. Man. You're paying homage. <laughs> and um, It's got to be frustrating. <laughs> it's got to be, fr you know, it's got to be really frustrating. You're probably frustrated with your own performance. Producer Joe's doing well, but he can't, he's losing ground every week because I'm on five and one and he goes four and two. I think you went four and two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you went four and two. Yeah. This thing can turn on a dime though. That's what's great about it. I mean, it, you're going to need a few dimes, <laughs> uh, but Joe is not that far back. Uh, so it, it, I, and I'm well aware of that it certainly, it certainly can change. So where we start always each week is the Missouri game. Uh, Missouri is on the road at Florida. Um, I think we're all going to be in the same camp. I guess the only person I think could be on the outlier is G unit. Uh, the Florida number is at six. Now I've seen it. I think it started at six and a half. It went down to five and a half. I'm taking Florida minus six. I, I still, I say this every time we go through it and I've been saying it for a month. I have no idea what's going on with Emmanuel Hall. It's like covering an NHL team during the Stanley cup playoffs with how cryptic the manual hall updates are but i guess people just kind of accept it at this point i mean because we're going back to the south carolina game where we thought he was playing and i say this every damn week i'm just operating on the premise he's not playing and even he does he's not the same guy we saw in the first couple weeks and last year when he was just running go routes and catching 80 yard passes i'm on florida 
minus six. There's nothing else really to say. Uh, Producer Joe, you are up next uh, after going four and two last week. Four and two last week, five and one the week before that, and I will tell you that I would be nine and one if you took the Missouri games out of uh, oh over God. the last. Everybody's got their hand job to give out. Yeah. Stop it! I, I, yeah, that's shit. enough, Joe. Enough of that. <laughs> oh, you it now. <laughs> Coincidentally, is the one. Uh, but I am on Florida. Florida this year is four and one against the spread as a favorite, with a plus twenty-two average margin of victory in games that they are favorites. And uh, they are plus 3.8 points above uh, the line on average for their games that they've been favorites this year. So I will just roll with the numbers and take Florida. G-Unit. Yeah, I'm with Florida uh, all day long. And I don't think we've had too many where we're all on the same page throughout the course of the year. Might be the first one. Really might be the first one. I think it is the first one. Wow, dangerous. Which is kind of scary. I will say I have a weird feeling about it, but I can't let the feelings get into the business of it. I have to take Florida. I, I just I do have a weird feeling about it, but I, I'm gonna take Florida. Eighty-four percent of the public's on Florida. Oh, third, third biggest public bet of the week. Shit, what's the what are the two biggest? Utah State and Michigan State. U- Utah State, two teams have played each other. Utah State and Michigan. State. Who's Utah State playing? I don't know who that they about? have. Utah Michigan State's been killing people. Michigan really? State's yes. at Maryland. Well, that makes sense. Everyone thinks Maryland's going through all this this stuff. <laughs> yeah, so. that makes that does make sense. That's a nice that's a nice play. But Utah State, I don't know. Yeah, they, they have been beating people bad, though. I know that. That's David Yost, isn't it? Isn't he out there? I'm not sure. I know they've covered just about every game. All right. Well, we're all in Florida, so there's nothing really else to say. I mean, I don't know. I can't figure this whole thing out. It, it, you know, Joe, do you think Missouri fires Barry Odom? I hope. Yeah. I, and, it's, and it's not because, well, listen, if, if I want to play the homerism, it'd be great if he just continued to be the Missouri coach, and I don't think Georgia will have anything to worry about during his tenure. Um, but because I have lived here for over 14 years, it is, I do enjoy when Missouri is good. Like the 2007 season was like so much fun. Oh, that was the tits, um, man. It really was. In, in the past, you know, was at 13 and 14 were a lot of fun as well. 13, yeah. Um, 14 so, was kind of backdoorish. But yeah, it was but, fucking great to see Missouri play still, Alabama in the SEC championship. But those were, it was a fun, fun time. You know, like it became something that outside of watching Georgia, it was, something I would section out on my Saturdays because I wanted to watch Missouri play. So I would like for them to at least be more than just decent. I'd like for them to be good. And I just don't think Barry Odom's the guy that's going to get them over that hump. And uh, I, I, if you want things to play out, you just let them get destroyed the next four weeks. Uh, and meaning that would mean they lose to Arkansas too. And at that point, then I think you have nowhere else to go, but look for another head coach but i don't think it ends up happening this year anyway but i uh, i would like to see him be gone do you think if they lose to florida and beat uh what is it vanderbilt tennessee arkansas the rest of the way they're seven and five do you think they fire him that to me is no you, no, do, you do not think so they're gonna say well he's gone back-to-back bowl games oh, that bowl standard is so outdated they were picked to win seven games too. That was the Vegas over under at the beginning of the year. So he's he's right in line with that. It's just the issue is, I mean, the issue is the issue is not actually the wins and losses. The issue is where the donors are and where the fan base is, and both I think are off him. And then you're looking at the year and going, okay, who's your best win, and what will it be? Purdue. Well, yeah, uh, Purdue's, uh, Purdue's Purdue great Tennessee? though. Well, that, that's why you're 22 and 30. That's why you're 22 and 30. You're 23 and 29. I apologize. Yeah, take, you're about to give, me, give me five reasons why you're not 
40 and 10. By the way, Utah State's at Hawaii this week. So oh, that, wow. that makes sense. They've been, they've been killing teams. Ooh, what's, what's the total on that? I would imagine that might be like 100. Geez, that's a good question. All right. Well, let me uh, go to my play. Yeah, Joe, what can I do for you? What's going on? This is why you not being in studio is a whole thing because G Unit's making his excuses and then you're making your excuses and I'm just trying to make picks. What are you, what's going mine's on? Not an, mine's not an excuse. Mine is a. You just if, said if, if you didn't have to pick the Missouri game, you would be in a, have a well, better record. Oh, I mean, I would have 90% over the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, but if you. G Unit. Was that gangster Pete just yawning at producer Joe? My God. If Utah State's at Hawaii, that is a get rich all day long and then load up at 11 o'clock Central Time roughly start, isn't it? That's what you're saying. What do we have here, uh, G-Unit? What's going on? They are at Hawaii. They're favored by 19. Utah um, State is? 18 and a half. Oh, wow. Look at these lines move so quickly in the studio. Thank you, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. So you think Utah State's the bet? Uh, what time's that game kick? 11 Central. Yeah. Yep, there you go. I mean, eighty-seven <laughs> percent of bets made. What about the total? Is the total on there? Seventy and a half. That seems low to me. Don't both those teams score, or at least Hawaii lets up points? I, I, it might be a, a better case of aren't both of those teams allergic to playing defense? Yeah, yes, they yeah. probably score, but neither of them really prioritizes stopping. Yeah, it's the like other. when like Texas Tech gets together with Oklahoma State. You're just like, okay, well, it's going to be fifty to forty-eight. All right, let me get to my. Hey, I got. I, how do you guys feel about this week in general? I love so many games, and I would normally be really scared by that, but because I'm on a heater, it doesn't scare me as much. I just feel like we'll be playing this next week, and I'll go, "Oh my god, I love that game, and it didn't cover, and I love that game, and it didn't cover." How do you guys feel? Because there are some big college football games. Uh, I am going to be picking some of them. How do you feel about the uh, the week in general? Joe? Uh, I didn't know if you were asking me or G-Unit first. I apologize. It was bad games. hosting. I've got seven games to pick between my remaining five picks. And that I'll even All right, so you must like the week. That I end up not picking. That, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. That uh, I've got a lot of games that I like. And I've got one that's not even on there. I don't want to spoil it in case one of you guys, but the Penn State and Michigan game, I do have a very strong Ooh. lead on that game also. Interesting. Ooh. Wow. I don't, I don't even, I haven't looked at the number on that. Quite a teaser. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, that's going to keep people sticking around for certain. Uh, yeah, I love this week's game. So I'm in the same spot as producer Joe as I have to, to narrow it down um, yeah. because there are so many games that I like and, and they're in, in almost all in college football. I know, G-Unit, you tend to go in the NFL at least some point. Michigan, by the way, is currently a minus 10 and a half. A 245 kick uh, against the Nittany Lions. Uh, I am not picking that game, but I will start with this one. I just, I think Georgia's going to beat the hell out of Kentucky. <laughs> I, I, and I, 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 and, and it's, and I, I, but my same emotion on Georgia, Kentucky is my same emotion on Georgia, LSU. I just thought LSU was going to beat Georgia. And, I, and so when I saw they were getting seven and a half at home, I was thinking, and that's what a lot of these lines are for me this week. They they freaked me out because I feel like there's such an edge. So I thought Georgia would be in the 10-point range as a favorite against Kentucky. Here's my logic on it. I mean, not that it necessarily needs logic and people don't really give a shit anyway, but I'll explain my thought process. Do I think Kentucky's going to score 14 points? On the that is that to me is their ceiling. Now, of course, it can't happen. But if you're projecting it, that's that's the ceiling. Um, do I think Kentucky is going to hold Georgia to less than 24 points? 
And my answer is no. And so that gives me my margin for the eight and a half points that the number is currently sitting at. And I just, I think the line is built based on, you know, what happened at the end and the result. How many people were sitting around watching what was a terrible game to watch, that Missouri-Kentucky game? And it really would have been brutal around here. And I'm talking about, like, sports talk radio in, in St. Louis and columns and shit like that. Had Missouri held on to that because it would have turned into this, oh, see, everybody can shut up by the Barry Odom criticism. I would have gone, God, this is a, this is a disastrous scenario because they played horribly and somehow Kentucky played worse. And now it's going to be used to justify Barry Odom's era and it's and it's not the 12th best team in the country and I guess they're actually ranked ninth in the college football playoff poll I just don't see it plus Georgia's actually alive for the national championship still theoretically Kentucky is as well and I was high on Kentucky in September they've just looked bad against A&M Vanderbilt Missouri and they only wound up losing one of those games and they really could have won that the one that they did lose because it was an overtime loss against A&M I'm all over Georgia minus eight and a half, and I'm confused by it. The only thing that I guess I would say I'd proceed with caution on is that it's probably the biggest college football game in Kentucky, and I don't know how long. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else would compare and contrast where they've had a year where they could actually play in the SEC championship. Joe, have they played in the SEC championship game? Kentucky ever played in the they SEC? They have never played. No, but the closest it would have been was 2007, I believe, when Andre Woodson was their quarterback. They beat LSU in a double overtime game the same day that Missouri lost to Oklahoma the first time, I believe. Really? Wow. Um, There was a game where I thought they had beaten LSU, and then the ball got deflected off a Kentucky defender, and it bounced in the LSU guys' hands on the final play. I thought that was like 2007. Either way, they're playing for the SEC East here and the right to go play Alabama. Can you imagine that? Uh, I'm taking taking Georgia. I just spent way too long on it, but it, it, it is odd to me. And I just think that this thing is, this is gold. Uh, I'm not going to touch the Alabama LSU game, but I really do like Alabama. I just think there are some better games. Um, and I, you know, I certainly could see LSU hanging around to the point that they would cover that numbers at 14 and a half still gangster Pete. It was at 14 and a half when I was doing TMA. So unless it's moved um, since uh, 14 and a half, Alabama minus 14 and a half. I really like Alabama. Yeah. It's still 14 and a half. Uh, another one that I really enjoy that I am confused by the line and I feel like I must not know something. I mean, because seriously, I thought this might be around 28 is Ohio State minus 17 and a half against Nebraska. Now this was, let me check because that one might have moved and I'm saying that before, but that's what I had down in my little uh, notes, Gangster Pete. Uh, Ohio State minus 17 and a half against Nebraska. I'm you know, Joe, I agree with a lot of your theory on these one-loss teams. I I think this is down to 17 and a half. Yep. I don't get it because it started at 21. Am I missing something? Is there, is there a big injury for Ohio State? I mean. There's a head coach that's got a brain cyst. Okay. I don't. I, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I have no idea what the deal with this spread is. I have no idea. I mean, like, it's like, I'm talking, it's 10 points off. So that makes me, I don't know if there's supposed to be like a terrible weather situation it's so good. It's so scary. But I'm going Ohio State minus 17 and a half. I'm confused by it. They had a bye week in between that and the Purdue game. I, this is and – the, and the line's moving. The line's moving the other way. It's bizarro world to me. So my second one is Ohio State. So you see the theme here of the one-loss teams who are back in the mix. I will take Texas minus three versus West Virginia, two-loss team. Uh, I like Texas bouncing back after having to play in Stillwater on the night game. 
they get West Virginia. That's we have minus a lineup two. That, minus two. I mean, producer Joe, I'm running like Ivy here. This thing, this is where I'm going to go off the tracks because I love too much. But I'm going to go with Texas uh, minus two now against West Virginia. That's a 2:30 game in Austin. The over/under on that one's 58. Cause I'm sure some people would be curious on that as well. And then this is where I kind of get. I mean, I do have the Alabama game down as one. It's at 14 and a half though. I think 13 and a half. I might, I might take it. Um, uh, and then you go. Uh, do I go here? Do I go there? Tick tock, tick tock. I'm going to go with the over, the over on the Chiefs and the Browns of 51 and a half. The over on the Chiefs and the Browns of 51 and a half for my final play before my lock. Uh, Gangster Pete is aggressively looking to see if that has moved in any capacity. I've got it at 51, 51 and a half. And a half right. So there it is. So I am going with Georgia minus eight and a half against Kentucky. I am going with Ohio State minus 17 and a half against Nebraska. I am going with Texas minus three at home against West Virginia and the over on the Chiefs and Browns of 51 and a half. And I have to tell you, I love the picks, and I'm scared. I'm scared because I love the picks that much. It's the, it's the most I've loved the picks since we've been doing this. So there you go. Uh, Producer Joe, you are next on the tee box. I, uh, I'm going to take one of my games off because I don't want to necessarily go head-to-head with you. But of the, the, the games that I said that I really liked, I, I like what— So what, you were going to do a game that I picked, or you were going to go against me? No. I was going to go against you. I'm, I, I really like West Virginia plus. You two, like that strategy, G Unit, that he's now t- taking game off the board because he doesn't want a two game swing. Uh, no, I don't no, like I that strategy. Why is that? I think that's a bad idea, Joe. <laughs> because because what I'm going to do is the first game I am in lockstep 100 percent with you. I love Georgia over Kentucky, um, and I don't want to be picking a whole bunch of games that you and I are both picking. But I love Georgia. Now, here's the only thing it's I already don't love. in just desperation mode, and we're just in early November. You know, Joe, let me tell you something about this Georgia <laughs> bet. It, the line opened up at 10, right? And now it's down to, what do we have, 8.5? It's at That's 8 that. at some yeah. books. Interestingly, it's the it, it's one of the most popular public bets. Georgia's? Yeah. Fuck! Well, it's in the top 10. 76% of the— of Is the, on Georgia. Is on Georgia. But the line's moving— the other way. Oh, so, so the, the shops, shar- the sharps are on oh, Kentucky. Crap. I'm just letting you guys know, not to get you to change your pick. Oh no! But but weren't the sharps on A&M last week against Mississippi State and the public? Uh, no, they were. Th- the, the public, the was, public on was on A&M, and sure enough, A&M did not. I'm well aware through. it was one of my yeah. picks. And yeah. Stingray was on it. If Stingray's on it. I'm I'm totally in. So go ahead and pick Georgia. Is that what you're doing, Joe? <laughs> I am. And, and, and you said the number's now at eight and a half. Is yes. That right? All right. I love Georgia. Love them. Love them in this game. Um, <laughs> God, up, Kentucky's going to fucking win. I'm going to have big blue nation or whatever the hell it is hazing my balls off. The only part about it is Georgia is only four and four against the spread this year. That is uh, Who cares? a That's little a good bit thing. of a cause I, concern. Yeah, but it I still love Georgia. Next up, I love the over of Oklahoma and Texas Tech at 77 and a half. This year, Texas Tech six and two in the overs. Oklahoma seven and one hitting the overs this year. Very, very, very nice bet. Love the over of that game. What is that number again? And Gangster Pete's checking because because G Unit believes that you you skim on the number. It's seventy seven. <laughs> oh, I, so I was at seventy seven and a half. So now I'm getting it seventy seven. How do you feel about I that, G Unit? He's an honest man. Yeah, and... I am. I, you know, I, I write these down in the morning. Uh, my next game up. 
the only team – I think I heard uh, Pete say something about, oh, yeah, I think this team is undefeated against the number. I will tell you who is definitely 8-0 and against the number this year. That's Mike Leach in Washington State. I will lay the 10 points against Cal for the team that currently 8-0 and against the spread this year, the Washington State Cougars. And then finally – What is it? What is the number, 10? Yeah. I've got minus 10. Yep. And then finally – I'm going to take Alabama laying 14 and a half. And Tim, on my little cheat sheet I have here, it kind of goes with what your thoughts were with the Georgia and Kentucky line game. change. Oh, we got a line change. Wow, it must have just changed uh, in the last 10 minutes. In your favor, Bama is minus 14. Wow. It's a big half point. That's a huge half point. I was just saying 14 and a half was what got me out of it. Wow, producer Joe, you ran good. Something shifty. Italians are taking but care of you. Mm, don't like deal. it. Damn it. I think LSU. Do I think LSU is going to score two touchdowns? At the most, they might score two touchdowns. Do I think Alabama is going to score three? I do, too. You think they can score more than two touchdowns? Over's one of my picks, yeah. I don't think LSU is going to be able to pick the ball. Don't think it. I will lay the 14 points and take Bama. Yeah, either way, I think Alabama is going to score 40-something. So There you go. There's the math. The math is very simple. I'm not going to overthink this. Um, So, my picks, Georgia, minus 8.5. Oklahoma, Texas Tech over 77, Washington State minus 10, and Alabama minus 14. There it is. Uh, all right, before we go to G-Unit, because uh, I know this is where everybody's going to tune in for the big fade G-Unit part of the podcast, this is a good opportunity to tell the fine people about what's going on with James Carlton. I switched to James Carlton, and I did so because I've just he had to handle one thing for Inside STL, and it was done so well. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize customer service could be at this level. Uh, and and now that I've experienced it with one, well, then why not have everything with him? And it's not like James said, well, I'm only going to advertise with you if you switch your – he didn't. He said, listen, I don't want you to. And it got to a point where I said, I've got to. It's just, it's just There's too big of a difference, too much better. Uh, and so that's what I've done. And, that's, and I'm saying that. That's 100% true. Blood oath, that's what I'm doing is switching to James Carlton. So that should tell you something. Uh, how much I value the customer service that you get at carltoninsurance.net or 314-961-4800. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, then you ought to call James Carlton State Farm. G-Unit, this is your opportunity to cut into my lead. You're also trailing producer Joe. You guys are kind of hazing each other. This could be a big moment for you to take a stand, especially considering you did have the lead at one time after that big NFL run. Yeah, those were the good old days, huh? <laughs> but we'll we'll uh, we'll see what we can do here. I'm I, I'm not feeling very confident at all. And it's funny, I, I you know people bust my balls and tell me what a loser I am. <laughs> well, nobody knows who you are, <laughs> well, so that's a good thing. The, yeah, that's that's good. I, that, I envy yeah. your anonymity. Yeah, and, and and I don't have any uh, social media, but the people I see in person that know me that listen to the show, you know, they make fun of me. But then I ask them to give me some some action, give me some, give me a pick. I, that's how you always shut it down. And, like, oh, you 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 don't know, like I said, I, I like Purdue's chances to beat Ohio State, and somebody texted in, hazing my balls. I go, fine, let's bet. <laughs> You want to bet? Let's bet. Then you got to give me the money line odds, though. And then, then I never hear from them. Yeah. So, so nobody gives me any picks. Nobody gives me any action. They just, they just like to make fun of me. That's fine. That's all right. But let's, let's, let's turn it around here. And uh, I'm going to say Pittsburgh Steelers on the road at Baltimore plus three. You know, I usually like betting on the Ravens uh, a lot, but in this in this situation, the underdog always seems to cover in this series, and they are uh, the Ravens, especially coming off some some hard fought games. So 
I, I don't know if Pitt's going to win, but I like it to be close. You take the dog. And, and three, I think, may go down to two and a half eventually. Pittsburgh plus three. You've picked the Ravens one time. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not talking about the pod. I'm saying in general. You just, you just bet the Ravens. Yeah, maybe I do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Such a cryptic comment that's for right. well, what was a definitive statement 30 <laughs> seconds earlier. No, I mean, I like I like the Ravens. Not I, oh, Year over year, I do. I mean, I, okay. I, I like uh, I like their coach, and I like Flacco a lot more than other people do. People seem to think that he's a loser. But, may, you know, maybe I'm a loser with Flacco, and that's why I, I, I pick like him so me. much. Uh, Tennessee plus six at Dallas. I think Dallas We're is, talking Titans, not volunteers. Okay? That's right. That's right. Tennessee Titans. I just think this line's too big. Should be three. I think the Dallas home field advantage is— You're not, you're not valuing Amari Cooper's presence? No. I think, I think that, that this line was bumped because of that. And I, I mean, I guess he adds something only because their wide receivers were so shitty before. But yeah. it's not like he's a, you know, he's a true number one. So I, I like Tennessee to to maybe win this game, but certainly to cover. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on Ohio State minus 17 and a half. What do you think's going on there? I don't know. I didn't know that there was so much line movement until you just mentioned it. So it's kind of weird. Um, and I, I do you have any stats on the dollars, the public, the sharps, anything on this? Because I mean, this is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Is this one where the sharps are betting it one way and then they're going to come back over the top and then just ship the roll? You know what I mean to move the line down? You know, I don't know. You know I what? It's be the more exact confused. same situation as the Georgia game. It's actually it's actually a seventy six percent public bets are on Ohio State God, and the lines know. moved what four points the other way. This this is just just in general because I mean I'm, I mean yeah, I might actually bet these but I bet like twenty five or fifty bucks so it's not like I'm betting huge amounts but uh, I, I'm just curious from a gambling this is this is a definitive weekend for a couple of games that to me just don't make sense and this is the absolute biggest one this game's in Columbus is it not um yeah yeah I mean what in the yeah. hell. Maybe I should cross this out. I didn't want to cross it out because last week I crossed out the the game that we had in common just for the purpose what of— What was that, Michigan State yeah. for you? That was and I lock. went with Duke, which I knew nothing about, and, and then that ended up being a just loser. Just get wins. Just all, take care of yourself. All day. Go out I there mean, and make pars. Joe's going to make bogeys. Duke was winning most of that game, too. I mean, I could— I could I God should have almighty, you've gone through every wins. one of your picks now to justify them. Well, I'm going to stick with Ohio State, although these numbers, geez, that doesn't make me feel very good. It's, it's so odd. Like, if you were saying, okay, Nebraska's at Ohio State, what do you think the spread's going to be? That's what I do on Sunday nights when I look at spreads. And I'd go 24.5 to 26-7 ballpark. So to see it going down to 17.5, I'm just beyond flustered. I don't I'm like still taking yeah, it, though. I don't, I don't like the, what, where it's going as far as, as that goes. But What if I, it gets under 17? I Jeez. mean, you, you you bet you bet the house. I mean, it is weird. So, so Oklahoma minus thirteen. See if anything weird happens. Oklahoma minus thirteen would be my sub for that pick. Which what do you think I should do, Tim? So, I can tell you the gentleman who is helping me with my information likes Texas Tech. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I like that gentleman that has been. Uh, <laughs> he's been good. Getting you along he's, here. He's been very good. So I'll stick with Ohio State minus seventeen and a half as my pick, and then my fifth pick would be Bama LSU over. 54. I, I expect this to be 40-something to 20-something, which would put you at least at 60-something. Yeah, I like that play. I think that's a nice play as well. Uh, so there it is. G-Unit's in. He's going Steelers plus 3, Titans plus 6. He's with me on Ohio State minus 17.5, and, and he's going over on Roll Todd and LSU over of 54. So there that is. All of the picks are in. 
And uh, a reminder to everybody that these podcasts are, are they're, what they are. Yeah, they're free to listen to, but they're not free to put together. And so supporting the sponsors makes it possible. We have some big interviews coming up. Uh, we have Art Holiday of KSTK uh, this week. Uh, he's been he's the longest running anchor in St. Louis, going back to 1979. Um, still looks like a young man too. Uh, and talked about his you know all his time in St. Louis, the famous Vince Coleman interview when Vince Coleman was drunk after the Cardinals won a division title or a pennant. Um, so that's a really good one. What do you think we do next, uh, Gangster Pete? You think we go Young Page Views next? That one was really good. That's your all time. That, well, I mean, you've only been with me for a few he months. He was the funniest guest that I've heard. And 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 it went two hours and forty minutes. So I think we got to go two parts on it. Um, so Young Page Views of Barstool Fame is a St. Louisan, and uh, and we did it on Sunday. And we're kind of thinking, all right, I, I'll have them in at 10. Pete and Nick were kind enough to come up here, and I'll get done at 11, and then I can work on the rest of my DraftKings rosters. And we wound up going until 12.50. Didn't get a chance to work on my DraftKings rosters. And the only reason the interview ended is because I had to piss because we had been sitting here for two hours and 40 minutes. But it is legitimately good. Um, and he's hoping to possibly be back in St. Louis for a couple of these promotions that we have coming up. Uh, so I want to tell our audience about this because this is pretty cool. And, and we just locked up. Uh, a big, big get for one of them. So Bud Select is presenting Dan McLaughlin and me. Uh, it's the Bud Select presents Tim McKernan and Dan McLaughlin Q&A at the Improv Shop on Monday, November 12th. And our special guest is Cardinal President of Baseball Operations, John Mazalek. So Dan and I will ask him questions, but the audience is able to ask questions. Uh, and we only have, you know, it's a limited amount of tickets. It's not like the thing's a 500-person theater uh, I have tweeted out the link. Dan has tweeted out the link. It's on the TMA fan page. Uh, it's $50, and that includes all the food you want from Nana Mama's Pizza. The doors open at 530. They're going to have, like, 50 pizzas there, appetizers, uh, and salad. And then uh, Bud Select will have drink specials going throughout the night. It's on November 12th at the Improv Shop, $50. It's, you know, it's a, it's a private thing. Uh, and so if you want to uh, participate in it, uh, you know, come in and then portions, the proceeds go to benefit three little birds for life, which is a charity I've been working with, uh, dating back to my cancer scare in 2012. Um, and it's kind of like a make a wish foundation, but for young adults with cancer. So we're excited about that. That is on Monday, November 12th. Get your tickets. You can get them on Eventbrite. You can get them. Uh, you can see my tweets, Dan McLaughlin's tweets. I'm at Tima Kernan. He's at Danny Mac TV. It's on Facebook. Uh, I would recommend it. It's going to be pretty cool. And I've had Mazalek do Q&As before, and he's a lot more candid, it seems, when he's doing Q&As than when he's doing interviews. So you're going to get some stuff. Plus, you're going to have pizza and just hang out and hang out with, like, friends, family, whatever, and enjoy it. And then Dan and I will take questions as well. So that is on Monday, November 12th. Should be a good time. And uh, if you're a Cardinal fan wanting to know what they're going to do this offseason, you'll hear it direct. And you can ask questions. Always talking about the media in this town so soft. Okay, here's your chance. It's not like Mazalek saying, oh, I can't take questions. He's making himself available. So we have that. And then the thing I was talking about with young page views of Barstool fame, if he's in town and if it winds up working out, um, then he would uh, possibly be a part of it. But that's not confirmed. So I want to make that clear. But Dan McLaughlin and I will be there. It's Bud Light's presentation of our hockey nights. And our hockey night this month is Friday, November 23rd, the night after Thanksgiving. It's the Blues and the Predators. And Dan and I have a penthouse suite. Uh, and 90 minutes before faceoff, you, uh, your ticket gets you in, and it is gourmet food all game long, starting 90 minutes before face-off, and then our own private bartender. And whatever you want, it's there for you, brother. 
Uh, so you want to, you got friends, family in town for the long Thanksgiving weekend. The perfect way to do it, hang out with me and Dan McLaughlin, possibly young page views, and, uh, and enjoy some blues and predators on a Friday night and everything's included. Uh, and portions of the proceeds from that go to uh, the foundation that Dan has been working with, dating back to starting his golf tournament, uh, I think at this point, 15, 14 years ago. And he's raised nearly $4 million for the Special Education Foundation. So uh, we, we're uh, having these two events. Uh, they're both available to you on Eventbrite. Just search my name and you'll you'll see them. Uh, Bud Select presents the Q&A with me, McLaughlin, and Mazalock. And then you have Hockey Nights for the Blues and Predators. Uh, and portions of the proceeds go to benefit the Special Education Foundation. So this is big doings. It's coming up. And uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll have Young Page Views, and I guess we'll do a two-parter. I mean, a two-parter with Young Page Views uh, coming up. So that's what we have coming up. All right. Exciting time. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. And then we're going to do a spring training thing as well, uh, but we want to we want to, we want to, go piece by piece. Do you guys know we what week, week you're going down there? I am hoping to go down there for all three, not all three months, for three months <laughs> and live down there and do the show like I did last year for two months. It's the best, as you might imagine. You probably can't do what you do for a living, and you don't obviously gamble on sports for a living. <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> but you can't do it remotely. I can do it remotely, which is lovely. There I went for a weekend last year. I went for oh, a did weekend. you really? Yeah. I just it's, isn't it, it was... just the greatest oh, that... thing ever? It's Producer it, Joe, it really the is. only thing you miss about Sports Talk Radio is the spring training trip. Uh, yeah, that'd be about right. Yep. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, I just think it's so cool. And I brought my, my, my little I mean, the boys. The weather's perfect. The play, the oh, area is just the greatest. The access to the players and these, and the way that they treat the kids down there. I mean, it's just so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, the thing McLaughlin and I are looking at doing, and I guess, I mean, I guess I might as well say it. It's just, it's not on sale yet. Um, and, and then I got in a weird spot on the blues and I was telling gangster Pete this and McLaughlin, a bunch of people on the TMA fan page. Because listen, I mean, I we have to. It's not like the Blues go. Oh, you guys are going to do this. That's cool. We'll just set the seats aside because because you're Tim and he's Dan, and we know you're good for it. Like, okay, we need a deposit. And I'm like, all right. And then so I said to people, I said, okay, listen, it's three hundred dollars, but that that's you know a sweet ticket is usually going to be up there. Plus we're raising money oh, for yeah, it, so yeah. I mean it's a whole thing. And so I'm going, God, I I'm I'm typing in the TMA fan page. It's going to be three hundred dollars, and I'm thinking people are going to go like, fuck, three hundred dollars. I can't do that, and I, I wouldn't blame anybody. So then I posted just to, you know, float the trial balloon and we get so much of a positive response. I'm like, holy shit. And people are like, hey, can you get a second suite? So then I call the blues. Wow. And they go, yeah, we can do it. So then I'm so we're, we're on the hook now for two suites. And and then a bunch of the people who said I'm in, I then say, hey, now the, the thing's available on Eventbrite. They're like, oh, yeah, I got a couple things have come up. My wife says we can't do it or it's Thanksgiving. I'm going, it was always Thanksgiving, motherfucker. <laughs> it, this didn't pop up, you know. So it's so anyway, with the spring training thing, it's like, okay, I've already, I had to go through a group sales deal with Southwest to make sure that we had flights. Cause I, I've go, haven't gone down there since 98. I know the flights fill up and then hotels are like, even for shitty hotels, you look at right now, go to Travelocity in the Palm beach gardens area. It's uh it's about three fifty a night. So we're able to get group rates and then group flight uh, flights. So it's less. And, uh, and then Dan and I take you to a game, Dan and I take you to dinner and then we'll have golf optional. Cause I don't want to make people have to get golf and however they want to do their ground transportation. That's up to them, but it's really, that's like a good deal. Uh, so I think I'm just going to have people reserve it with PayPal to make sure that people are in. Cause I can't get in a spot where I'm booking all this shit. And then people go, yeah, I was going to do it, but fuck it's president's day. Wife says I can't go, you know, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm trying to do some good, cool shit for people and have some fun with it. And now I'm going to go bust because we're. I'm taking people's words. So anyway, the spring training thing, though, 
that's that's the I just love it. And going down there, it's just it's my happy place, G Unit. It's my happy place. Joe had a situation. He went down there and he started bleeding from his ass. Uh, that happened. <laughs> wow. In two thousand. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> he had linen pants on. We could do we could do the locks. Or we could hear about Joe's ass. <laughs> I, I think you do both. I think you choose letter C. <laughs> It was a it was above my ass. Let's just be very clear. It was my tailbone. Um, but yes, it happened. It, it, never been <laughs> well, what happened? This is, I have no idea. This is really weird. I was I was working out in the hotel gym where we were staying, and, and a power fell. top was benching. And the next thing you know, uh, and I fell. And then during the show on the Friday, you I fell in the weight room. Off. I did fall in the weight room. And uh, during during the show on Friday, my scab popped off, so I had a little bit of a a little bit of a, a run out. Oh I mean, yeah. I know you know people in the legal community, and I would have to say, you know, if you were a defense attorney, you might say, well, you know, we're not going to put him on the stand with that. <laughs> we just can't, oh, we can't, we can't put that on the stand that's, and have a, yeah. a jury of his peers go, you know what? Yeah, he's innocent. I believe it's an unfortunate. Him. I have to tell you, I believe him too because producer Joe, now I know he's a man in love now and has been for a number of years, Ripped but back in the day before staff. I was Cool Jay, producer Joe had some lovely ladies. He really did. He had some of the, a couple that I'd say are some of the most beautiful women I've seen in St. Louis. So I tip my cap, but the bleeding ass thing didn't help the cause. It just didn't help the cause. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll talk more about that next week. But now it's time for the locks of the week. And God almighty, are there some games that I find to be awfully juicy this week. We've talked Florida-Missouri. We're all on Florida minus six. G-Unit and I are both on Ohio State minus 17. Joe, do you like Ohio State minus 17 and a half? And you just didn't want to pick it or what? Uh, or do you think I like it's weird? It, but it's not, it's not my favorite Big Ten game. All right, my favorite all right. Big Ten game was uh, Michigan and Penn State, and I love, love Penn State in that game. Um. I am going to go with Iowa plus three at Purdue. It is the second straight week, my lock of the week. Line is, that, yeah, is that plus three? I don't know about that. That is Iowa plus two and a half. All right. That's a big hook right there. Uh, Iowa plus two and a half at Purdue. I agree with you. Uh, that's unfortunate. I don't know when it changed, but uh, Iowa plus two and a half at Purdue. I'm going to stick with it. That's unfortunate. I hope I don't lose it by a half point, but I'm going Iowa plus three at Purdue, and I have to take it at two and a half for my lock of the week. I was on Michigan State last week against Purdue. I am going on Iowa. This Iowa operation, they kind of fly under the radar. They uh, they nearly pulled that thing off last week against Penn State, and their only loss before that was an absolute debacle in the final couple minutes against Wisconsin. That would be really, boy, I'm sure Big Ten would love it if Iowa wouldn't have screwed around in the fourth quarter and that thing i love iowa but let's be honest this is your this is your pro this is absolutely your absolutely <laughs> absolutely hey okay. ho why don't you get your pro I, i'm looking for one that's what i'm oh, saying you better get one I, quick I, yeah it, it, it certainly needs to happen <laughs> producer joe i'm on iowa and two and a half what group of 22 englishmen on a sunday morning are you betting on well uh i have two more games and one of them has these are just bonus lock. picks these are, if you're on our Not Patreon, well. you get these picks. Yeah, I heard something about the Hotspurs. Yeah, yeah. Tottenham Hotspurs. They get a new stadium, Joe? Well, they were supposed people to tune out. A new <laughs> <laughs> they, they stuck around for the Joe ass bleeding talk, leave for the <laughs> Tottenham Hotspurs talk. This is something else. Back to back. They were supposed to have been in their new stadium already, 
which led to them playing at Wembley this past Monday, the day after an NFL game was played there against Manchester City. The field was just in mm. miserable shape. Uh, they ended up losing that game anyway. But, yes, Spurs were supposed to be in the new White Hart Lane already, uh, and there were some delays in their construction. Either way, my lock of the week is going to be Manchester United minus half a goal, minus 110, or you can just take them in the money line, minus 110. Those are all the numbers that I had this morning when I pulled these off. Well, why wouldn't you take them on the money line? Why would you? Oh, but they can finish in a tie, right? Well, no, there's three-way lines in English soccer. You either take the uh, favorite, the overdog, or you can bet the draw. So it's the exact same thing. They're both minus 110. Who are they playing? Um, But they are playing at the Vitality Stadium against Bournemouth. Who? (laughs) Bournemouth. I don't even know how to spell that one. I, I think, yeah, Jason Bourne. I, I, I think mouth. he made up an opponent. <laughs> That's the first that, one. That, I'm just going to put like Bourne. Jason Bourne. Okay. M O U T H. Um, but yes, that is my lock. The other game that I do really like, though, is the over of Clemson and Louisville over the 61 there. Louisville is just absolutely dreadful. And Clemson's put up a string of 63, 41, and 59 points. Um, but I really do like that. Yeah, the only issue with that is Clemson, like, getting in the 50s and Louisville not doing shit offensively. That's that's the only risk on that. I loved your – it was you who had the Florida State-Clemson over, and I love yeah. – I bet that last week. I'm, I was disappointed in myself for not having it because I loved that. And then it was so fucked up because it was 0-0 after the first quarter. I'm like, how about this? The game that I loved that Joe had, and then they wind up winning 59-10. to God, that was a – Yes. That was a great play. All right, so your official lock is the is the soccer stuff, right? Manchester United. Okay, yep. all right. Manchester United. Oh, they got to put Manchester United, not to be confused with Manchester City. All right, G-Unit, this is a big moment. You're 25% on your locks, and people are actively waiting to find out what team they are going to bet against this weekend. Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus six at Carolina Panthers. All right, let, you, let me show you my guy's stuff this week. And his one play in the NFL is the Panthers minus six and a half against the Buccaneers. Oh so there you go. You know, <laughs> now that's actually really funny. But, but what what's kind of interesting about this game is yeah, I'm changing things up. I actually thought the Panthers too. Um, and then you changed so much that you made it your lock. And that's exactly right. And 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 that's why I'm doing so well in these locks. So you're fading yourself. You're meta. I'm not uh, really fading myself. I think I'm making a better bet. It, because I think about the game, and, and the reason why the the reason why I thought the Panthers is because they've been doing so well lately. And then you have this quarterback controversy in Tampa Bay, and you know is Fitzmagic going to be able to 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 do it, and all this. So the I think the the overvalue is on Carolina, undervalue on on Tampa Bay. I I so I I, I go the opposite of what I think would be happening with the line. It's only taking the line into account. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Tampa Bay's going to win, but six points just seems too much. I honestly, when he sent that to me, I was legitimately surprised that uh, that was one of the plays, um, Part in part because the, the spread is about a touchdown. I mean, it's six and a half. So, uh, But I think Carolina is a team that, that is also kind of flying under the radar because you, you kind of have like the top four teams in the NFL and then everybody else, and... All of them kind of are offensive superpowers in a sense with the Rams, Chiefs, and Patriots and and Saints. And so I think they're flying under the radar. Uh, so there could be some value on that from uh, those who like Carolina, which might explain it. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have seen that game. But yeah, my guy sent that. Well, you can tell your guy to you know that walk. he's that he's, he should put even more on it now. <laughs> well, I, well, I will tell us if we go back to the tape in week one of this pod, I had said that Carolina is is going to have a good season, and I thought that. Um, their quarterback there was going to be an MVP candidate, which I think he kind of uh, might be. 
I mean, it's Todd Gurley and Mahomes, though, like in their own little worlds right now. Wouldn't you agree? Well, candidate, you know how they, you know, you say (laughs) just qualifications. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Producer Joe, what a wonderful podcast it's been. I'm anxious to see what happens this week, in particular with Ohio State and Nebraska, because that is the first time all year I've seen a spread that confuses me to the tune of almost a a full 10 points. I'm surprised by it. Um, So uh, in a big week here, G-Unit. I mean, if I go five and one and G Unit has a two and two and six, I mean it, or two and four. I, I may mean, need to sell my place sell shares. To, well, sell it to, to Gangster. Gangster here. Pete, <laughs> sell Let my action. Gangster Pete, how's your? How are you doing in your wagers? I know you bet uh, on Missouri. Any chance you get? I mean, I win some, I lose some. I'm nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the MVP of this podcast is my secret guy. That's that's the key because I wouldn't be doing this shit on my own. But it doesn't matter. I hired out. I outsourced, man. After my after getting stomped by Joe last year, I outsourced. Uh, all right, time to shut it down, producer Joe. Thank you so much. Bye. Good producer luck, Joe. Joe. And Bye, that, Joe. I guess you can tease now, uh, Gangster Pete, when you post this on social media that you get also not only six picks from the three of us, but also a special bonus edition of talking about Joe's bleeding ass in spring training. So that's a positive. Uh, G-Unit, thank you for coming in. You face the fire. You will not give up the ship. And this could be a great story when you win it of overcoming adversity and catching hell from the handful of people who know that you're on this podcast picking games inaccurately every Thursday. That would be an amazing story. Something we'd talk about for, for, for years. years. Yeah, I mean, it'd years. be something else. Uh, all right. So thank you to uh, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you to Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. James Carlton of uh, Carleton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves, Johnny Landoff Chevrolet at I-270, and the Washington Elizabeth Exit. Thank you also to Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling Online at designairservice.com. And a new sponsor is on board, Mike Judy. Mike Judy Presents is a new sponsor here on the Tim McKernan Show, and we welcome him and his company on board. Mike Judy Presents, a concert promoter throughout the St. Louis area, and you'll be finding out more about him as we go along here uh, so it's great to have new people getting on board with the podcast. Great to see the numbers going up, Gangster Pete. How about that? The numbers yeah. are going up. The word is spreading. Looking good. The word is spreading. And uh, and I guess it's in part people like to get gambling picks that are right. Listen, I don't know. I, I want to make it clear. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, I do personally love Ohio State. It also happens my guy loves Ohio State. Uh, he certainly would fall into the sharp category. So I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, but I'm anxious to see what happens with that game. Because if something weird happens, then it's probably going to be like, I'll do my own podcast on the Ohio State-Nebraska game. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to G-Unit and producer Joe for joining. Thank you to uh, Gangster Pete for producing. And thank you to you for listening. Spread the word. Get people subscribing and downloading. Hell, we're on heaters on, in here. Uh, at least two of us are on the Pick 6 podcast and the Tim McKernan Show inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios.